inside this whip. He rained out his burner. Mama looking at me, crying. She asking when they can stop the murder. Till when did they first stop burning? Till there was no more hurdles. Pop green up, no kernels. This lean designer, no Virgil. No Tesla, I'm a mega pilot. They told my homie, so I gotta break a silence. Welcome back, man. It's the All Hustle No Look podcast, man. It is here. We're in the depths of winter. Early January. It's cold as an iceberg in my crib right now. 16 degrees is what we're sitting at. But, you know, I still had to wake up, throw on a hoodie, and get to potty, man. It's no excuse. It's cold as hell up in here. But, yeah. <laughs> um, another episode. Another episode. Great to guys have you back, you know. Um, really like that we're keeping consistent with the content in the new year. Um, but, we have a lot of things we want to talk about today because basketball is in full effect. Some real big things have happened in the past week that we want to dig into and get um, the boys' opinions on. So before, without further ado, I'm stumbling over my words so early in the morning. Um, let's talk to the boys, see what you guys been up to. Kev, what have you been up to, man? Basketball full uh, effect. Man, basketball is in full effect. COVID looks like it's slowing down. And Clay Thompson's back, bro. By the time you hear this, Clay Thompson has stepped on the court. And the game has seriously missed him still, like. You forget how long he was gone for, and it's been damn near two years now, or we passed two years. I don't even know, but it's way too long. What are you saying, Chris? I'm back still. I'm back still. Yo, um, COVID ain't still down on my roster still, <laughs> but that's for another day. Um, yeah, yo, back again, back again, back again. So, yeah, let's run it. Yeah, that's right, man. Got a lot of things we want to talk about. Maybe we can touch on Clay Thompson a little bit later. But first, I do want to get into the antics that are going on. Well, not antics. The events are going on in the state of New York, right? New York is supposed to be the basketball mecca. Probably hasn't been for a couple of years now. Not only from a professional standpoint, but just... Couple decades, huh? Exactly. But not even just that. Like, in terms of just sheer talent coming out in New York, it, it hasn't really been saying much. Looking like Cali is the hotspot. But that's neither here nor there. Let's dig into... Kyrie Irving's return, not a native New Yorker, he's from New Jersey, but he might as well be from New York, um, made his return against the Indiana Pacers. Um, let me pull up the numbers because I know that for a fact, um, I watched that game. He was playing pretty well. Um, okay, let me start off like this. When you haven't played in that long, there's only so well you can play. And the, considering that he shot over 50% from the field, 22 points, three rebounds, four assists, three steals, um, which is probably anonymous, but he played well. Here's my only thing, guys. All right, and I was I was speaking. If you tune into the IG live, you're gonna you might have heard a little bit what I'm about to say right now. But I don't know how this impacts the championship endeavors of the Brooklyn Nets because one can't play in home games. Right, which is why you even missed the next game against the the Knicks. Can't play in the state of California, right? In a playoff series, he's gonna miss minimum four of the seven games if it goes that far, right? Two of the first four, guaranteed. So, like my question is, and I'll pose this to you, Kev, because I think Chris might have already touched on it, but feel free to answer afterwards, Chris. But like, how impactful can he actually be if he's not gonna be there and readily available, like? Can you actually build a steady offense or a steady rotation, especially when you're supposed to be tightening up going into the playoffs, knowing that you have to mark this guy out for X amount of games? I think he's Kyrie for half the games is better than Kyrie. <clears throat> no Kyrie at all, I guess is what I'd say. Um, 
I'm not going to run and move like the, the needle has just pushed and made them the absolute favorites. Because as you said, like, at best, he's missing. At best, he's playing three games in the series. So he makes he makes an impact. He makes them better overall. But how much, I don't necessarily know. Like, this team was good already. I don't think they're going to build an offense around him. I think it's just going to be when he's on the court, he's on the court getting to it. When he's not, business as usual. So I think that's just how they're going to approach it. And to be honest, they're going to have time to figure this out. Like, they got 20 games with and without him to figure out what works and what doesn't work. When he comes in, I think he's going to take as many shots as possible. And when he's out, he's out. Back to Harden and KD's show. Yeah, and from that aspect, that's, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, I don't, I'm not going to say, like, obviously, I'm not going to say, oh, now you marked them down. But I thought they were pretty good in terms of, you know, championship contender-wise. I thought that they were obviously championship contenders because they have a guy in Kevin Durant that has a claim at MVP, best player in the league, all of that. And James Harden has been rounding back into form. You know, he's been playing well. So it's like, for me, yes, if you're going to have, obviously it's annoying. I think it's more of an annoyance than anything, right? But at the same time, I feel like these two in James Harden and Kevin Durant are grown enough to understand that, all right, Kate, Kyrie's not here tonight, so we do it. It's just that simple to me. That This is a veteran ball club. Like, if they weren't grown-ups or adults, then I would say, okay, it makes me weary, but these are all grown men on that side. Like, there's no kid that's going to be like, fuck, we're all out of whack now, like, because Kyrie's out. Nah, they're going to be able to handle their business, so I don't see it as anything. Obviously, it's annoying. They play a great game, you know, in the comeback effort against the Pacers, and then the next night, they go and get blown out. They got they get their backs blown out by Milwaukee, and then people are asking, what about Kyrie and the vaccine? Like, it's just more annoying because the, the media is going to make it look as if you know what i'm saying but like we know what it is like everybody in the clubhouse knows what it is it's just more of an annoyance than anything to me i agree it's annoying but the only reason why i pose the question is because like yeah we're talking about a a quote-unquote veteran team right but at the same time like towards the end of the season that's usually when you see rotations tighten and that's usually when you start to see coaching staffs make decisions right um this guy's going to be with us going into the war he's not Right. So I just I'm, I don't know if we've ever seen a situation where, you know, definitively that this guy's going to be there for, you know, half of the games. It's usually always questionable. So we're going to game plan without it. If he comes back, he comes back. Like now you kind of have to build a game plan to say, yeah, he's going to be there for these two, but not the other. And you know what I mean? It's just an awkward situation. So I want to see like how first of all, I want to see if Steve Nash is going to be able to leverage Kyrie's talent properly, because I feel like if you're just putting him out there. Um, without actually tailoring the offense to account for his presence, then you might be doing his services a di- like you might be doing his talents a disservice. But yo, he's I don't not just a guy you roll out there. But fam, yes, he but is. This, yes, yeah. he, that's, <laughs> yes that's, he is. That's, not with the talent level, though. you're not maximizing his talents. Nah, fam. Yes, but that's are. what I was telling you on. Go ahead, Chris. No, but that's what I was telling him on the on the Insta live as well. Like he he absolutely is. Like, when Kyrie's out there, I would hear you if Kyrie had responsibilities similar to Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the case. <laughs> like, Kyrie goes out there and his, he, it's to get buckets. Like, go and get buckets. Like, I don't understand how 
why that would be something where it's it's shaking up the world. Like it's just a man that you don't have to go out there and get buckets. When he plays, he takes 17, 18, 19 shots. When he doesn't, the shots get distributed to guys like Patty Mills, Marcus Aldridge, Claxton. Who, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas that know how to play the game. So that's just all it is to me. Like it, it makes no difference. It honestly makes zero difference to me. Rubs mm-hmm. on the Celtics, Ky- that Kyrie Celtics team, different story. Because mm-hmm. he was the leader. He was a young guy. Jason Tatum wasn't even a star at that point yet. He was a you know working his way into that. That's a different story. It, when Kyrie's gone, there's still two elite playmakers, two elite scorers. Like this is as drag as drop it and copy and paste as it gets. Like. You either copy him into the lineup or you take him out. It's just that simple to me. Like, he's a luxury. No, I get that. I'm not denying the fact that he's a luxury. I get what you're saying that, like, yo, you want to drop plays for him to maximize his talent. But the fact of the matter is, like, given the situation, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to do that. And that's fine. You're not going to get the very, very best version of Kyrie because you only have him half the time. But the version where you just drop him into the lineup is still better than whoever is filling up his minutes right now. And a guy, and again, a guy like Patty Mills stays ready. Like He, he can not play the next night and then start the next night and give you something. Yo, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But the only thing I was saying is like, maybe not necessarily drawing up plays, but it's more so about filling a role. Because like, for instance, last year when I watched the Brooklyn Nets for, this, for the, the games that they were all together, Kyrie did play a role outside of just scoring the ball. Obviously, if you drop him in there, he's nah, going to get no, a bucket. Yes, he no, did. He was, a, he was a secondary playmaker. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. No, he, wasn't. he was a secondary first, playmaker. That's 12 games. And, yo, anytime I watch those three t- players play together, Kyrie was not passing to a soul. James Harden was out there getting 15 assists a game, scoring No, I'm talking more for the games that James wasn't there. And even when James was there and they came off the floor, they were not putting the ball in Bruce, hands, Bruce Brown's hands to make the plays. Okay, and that's why but, I feel like the role that he's gonna you in order. I feel like the best version of the Brooklyn Nets, right, need a man like Kyrie to fill that role. Because yeah, no, James Harden is gonna be able to handle the ball and do whatever or not. Cool, right? And Kevin Durant. No, Kevin, and Durant Kevin Durant. Okay, like six, yeah. Six, I'll give you Kevin Durant. Well, right. I can argue that Kyrie is the third best passer on that team. Easy. KD averages like six, seven assists. Uh. Yeah, KD's he, a better passer than Kyrie. He could be a better passer, but he could be. Well, who's the second ball handler on the team though? Kevin I can't, Durant. I can't say it's Kevin Durant. What? You can say he makes plays, but he's not a ball handler. Because right now we have what guys like Bruce Brown in rotation and Patty Mills having to, to soak up minutes. And and it's not... Minutes, it's, ball handler, that's not the same thing, man. Like, come on, but, bro. Yes, they yes you have Patty Mills having to start at the point guard position. What does that have to do with Kevin Durant? I'm not saying anything, Kevin Durant. I'm saying Kevin Durant's going to do what he needs to do. But I'm saying, right now, I think the best version of the Brooklyn Nets requires that Kyrie plays a role as a secondary ball handler or a tertiary ball handler. And I don't think right now having Patty Mills and Bruce Brown in that role is effective. Um, if you want to say KD second, then they're cool. Ball handler is literally, I don't know, man. We're talking tertiary about tertiary ball handler is literally the definition of a luxury. <laughs> if you have him, you have him, my guy. That's what you're telling me. If he's I, a tertiary ball team. handler, I don't think then, it is. And it is what it is. Oh, they're 24 and 13 right now. Kyrie has played one game. What are we talking about? No, I understand that. But again, they were going to get their sheer based off the talent of James Harden and, and Kevin Durant. And I'm that's about, not changing. But I'm saying, it's I think the changing. best version of the Nets requires that role to be filled by Kyrie Irving. Bro, the best version of the Nets has Kyrie available for 100% of the games. But that's not, not feasible. That. Right, so what are we talking about right now? But that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think they're going to be the best version of themselves when it really buckles down. Obviously, I think Man, they're going to be able to get to the point where if, they're going to make Eastern Conference Finals, but can they beat the elite if, teams without having if, that rule filled? If you believe that either one of us are arguing that 
the best version of the Brooklyn Nets is with Kyrie playing half the games. You're simply not listening to Steph. I'm not saying to me, that. To me, that's exactly to me, what you just said. Yeah, to me, how I see it is, is that if you look at any other contender teams that we deem a contender, and you say, "All right, we'll give you the situation of you have a Kyrie Irving that you play half a time," that they're gonna take it. They're gonna be like, "Ah, but yeah, we'll take it." <laughs> like, <laughs> which team could afford to lose Kyrie Irving more than this team? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I agree and, with that. I agree. I'm not. I'm not arguing what you guys are saying. I understand that. Right now, they're probably, with or without Kyrie, they're probably good enough to get wherever they need to get. But what I'm saying is, is when it really boils down and they have to get over the hump, right, I feel like they would need that role filled by Kyrie um, to really do it over. Because when I look at the Brooklyn Nets roster, they have a lot of ancillary players that can't really do much, right? And yes, James Harden is going to carry that load and it's going to be, you know, supplemented by Kevin Durant. But I just feel like if they're going to beat the Bucks, if they're going to go against the Phoenix Suns or whoever they mean, the West Conference fans, they're going to need that little extra boost to get over the hump. And maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm willing to admit that maybe I am wrong and that the duo of Kevin Durant and Harden and whatever contributions from Kyrie will be enough. But I just personally feel that the best version of the Nets, given Kyrie's limitations, is is filling that role. Bro, if Katie's not the guy that we, if Katie's the guy that we believe him to be, what they have without Kyrie. Should be enough, and so that's a I'm different discussion. He, I'm not saying he has to win, but the idea that he can't win if Kyrie's not there, I'm not buying that. that that's a whole another wormhole because who is Kevin Durant, the guy we think he is? Who is he, right? Some people are telling you the best player in the world, and some people will say, ah, I don't know. That's a whole another discussion. So, I don't, I I don't, I don't, I'm not arguing that, I'm just saying that's a Kevin discussion Durant's in and of itself, right? Um, because yo, he should have got it done last year, low key. Well, he kind of did actually. He just, I guess, foot on the line, but um, he got it done. I don't know if he got it done. Still, foot was on the line. <laughs> no, no, relax, bro. James Harden was James. I'm not gonna move like James Harden wasn't out there with one hamstring. Still. I'm not saying Kyrie was supposed to win. I'm not saying Katie's supposed to win by himself. But if he has a next man with him, if we be, in, be if, if we gonna be nasty, then I'm gonna say KD didn't get it done because I'm a I'm a judge him on the best player in the world, LeBron James standards. But if we're just judging him on the normal thing, then. <laughs> He got it done. So. <laughs> the normal playing field, and nah. normal thing, uh, he got it done. LeBron James playing field, nah, zero points in the in the OT, nah, fam, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going. Um, so I want to pivot a little bit. Still staying in the state of New York, um, but just going to the, I guess, more favorable, not favorable, bigger team, the Mecca, uh, the New York Knicks. So right now, obviously, the New York Knicks are not playing their best basketball, right? Especially in comparison to how they were performing last year. Um, one thing before I say anything, a lot of people do have to also understand that last year they didn't really get rolling until about the all-star break moving forward. So I think people are getting a little bit, uh, antsy granted when you come off a winning season, you want to see that, that, that momentum carry into the new season. And, you know, you don't want to start on uh, a bad foot and have to work your way back in, but that's what they did last year. So I'm still going to give them an ounce of hope that they get back into form, but they're sitting right now at 19 and 20 and Here's the thing, right? When you play in New York, we all understand that the media, aside from other markets, there's markets right now that where, you know, people say if you play in there, you're going to be have to, you got to have tough skin because, you know, the scrutiny the media is going to give you is, is insane. But there's no place like New York, right? Julius Randle right now um, signed the big ass contract. They put him in a position to be the guy, Right. Right now, he's averaging 19, 10, 5 assists. Very similar numbers to last year with a reduction in points. 
but he's shooting dirt shit at 42% from the field. And New York media has been going back and forth. Everybody's been talking about it. Oh, Julius Randle, you know, he's not as good as we thought he was, blah, 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 blah. And he's basically out there acting a fool, like, you know, giving in. He's basically going back and forth with the fans in the middle of games, saying like, oh, giving thumbs down when they're booing him, waving, cheering, like he's just doing the most, right? But like, my thing is like, what do you expect? And Charles Barkley had a great point on this on TNT. He's like, what do you expect? <laughs> people like, you know, people are, are, are fickle. When you're bad, we're going to boo you. When you're good, we're going to cheer you. What do you expect? It, it, it's like, he, like, I don't understand what was so complicated about that whole interaction, but why are you feeding into this energy? Just play better. And if you can't play better, then you're going to have to sit there and live with the results and the, and the, fee- and the feedback from the fans. So, like, I want to pose this to you, Chris, because I know, like, um, you might have a little bit of a different take on this one, but what do you, like, like, what do you feel about this whole situation? Like, is Julius Randle justified in what he's doing, or is he just, like, like he's being an idiot? Because in my books, like, I don't understand, understand why he's surprised that he's getting booed when he's playing back. Like, doesn't make yeah. sense to me honestly to me i never like when players take a stand against fans because it's a it's a losing battle you will lose every single time like every time so for me on that front like you going after fans in whatever capacity you just retarded like that's just what that's just how i see it but looking at him <clears throat> specifically and and the reason why he's doing it and the reason why he's doing it is because the jig is up, fam. The clock struck 12 on Julius Randle. And this is why, if you guys remember last year, I had such a hard time actually believing that this guy was the guy. Like, it took me until literally the end of the season for me to come around on Julius Randle pause. But now you see, like, first of all, he had one of the worst playoff series ever. Like, I, I've never experienced a guy that played that poorly ever like ever 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 and it's not like he was going up against a team that had defenders throughout he was going up against the Atlanta Hawks he was being guarded by Gallinari a lot of the time (laughs) like and he couldn't do anything at all yes they were overloading the, the floor to one side when he was trying to drive or do whatever he was trying to do but the fact is, if you're a guy, like, you don't play that poorly. 29% is what he shot from the floor in the playoffs. If you look at his numbers right now, this year, literally everything is down. He went from 24 a game last year. He's at 19.6. So, say 20. That's a four-point drop. Just absolutely reverting. He's rever- Basically, the, the year that he's had this year is the year that he had prior to that explosion that he had last year. Because last year, he was at 41% from three. He's at 32% this year. He was at 40, 47% in terms of on his twos, 48%. He's at 46 this year. Everything is down. Literally everything is down. His free throw is down. Everything is down. So for me, it's because he's playing poorly. And now the fans are realizing that, yo, we paid you a ridiculous amount of money. And I said I wouldn't have paid him the money, but they gave it to him. I guess they were rewarding him for bringing New York back because he truly did. He brought them back last year, so they rewarded him. But what you need to do now is, if you're not going to improve, I don't think anybody expected you to come back and be better than you were last year. But you have to maintain it. You have to maintain it because then they're going to talk about it. And now they're talking about it and you don't like it? No, nah, that's not how it. That's not how it <laughs> works, bro. That's not how it works. If you're not playing well, you have to expect that the people that 
really care. All the love that he was getting last year is because people really genuinely care in New York. They care about the team's success. They care about what's going on. Mm. Well, that's going to also translate to me saying, what the hell is going on if you're not playing well? It's it's literally the exact same thing. The same amount of love you get when you're playing well. Expect the same amount of hate if you're not. It's just, it's just that simple. Go ahead, Ken. Uh, I agree with what that last part you said. Like, that place loved them, bro. Like, they simply loved them. So it's just going to switch. And I don't think it's the same. I don't think the, the hate you get is the same. I think it's, like, twofold. I think it's, like, multiplied. You get way more hate when shit starts going all, especially after they give you, uh, like, a $100 million contract over four years. But so. it's not that crazy money. Like, if you really look no, at no, it, it's not. Like crazy. It's not, it's, not, it's not nothing crazy. He's making 23 mil next year. It's nothing nuts. He's had a three... A three-year sign extension on August twenty-six. Yeah, it's not that crazy. Like he's making like basically around twenty-five million a year, which in today's NBA is not that wild. That has to be wild, bro. Like I'm not saying he's worth it, but what I'm saying is it's not like he's getting a max. That's all I'm saying. That's high-end starter money. That's all it is. Yeah, like we got to be careful how we're talking about it. So like, but what I'm saying is, man, this is Julius Randle, bro. Like, (laughs) this is what he was supposed to be. This is who he was. Like. What what the way I look at it is like yo when a guy plays as well as he did last year, you just ride the highs, fam, and just like understand what it is. This dude is not a thirty a forty one percent three point shooter. Forty one. Like, come on, fam. Like, he's career thirty four. Like what? Like again, it's just me looking at things. That's how that that's maybe it's just like the pessimist in me or whoever. Like just how I am. Like you can't just seventy one games is not enough for me to, to for you to fool me. I can hope this is who you are going forward, but. If but you revert I'm, back to shooting, who you were, like I'm he's not forty two percent from the field right now. Yo, and when, and you, if when you, you lose watch, almost ten, when you lose almost one point on your three point percentage, that, that's enough to tank your shit, fam. Like, I, look, I, I, all right, look, look. His two point percentage last year. Hold on, his two point percentage last year was four seventy four. His two point percentage this year is four seventy one. No change. It's just the three pointers. Clock struck twelve, as you said. Like that when when Rob's brought this up, this is the first thing I thought. Like. Who were you before the the one good year? All right, that's who you were. Okay, that's probably what is more likely to happen going forward. And like, my only thing is what I'd respond to you guys and just say is like, is he complaining about the fans or is he just responding? Like, I think if he's, he's getting that's the thing. Like, if he's complaining about how the fans are acting, then I'd agree with you guys. But if he's just responding, yes, it's a losing battle as you said. But like, I'm not gonna move like he's just out here lashed like lashing out and complaining about the fans being passionate. Like, I think he's just getting booed, not liking it, and responding and how he's responding. And he came on to apologize for it. So I think that's a bit different than him just, like, being mad that the fans are passionate or some shit and just saying, like, fans are stupid. Like, yeah, the love's good. Nah, like, but ori- gonna- originally, originally he said that the, the, the thumbs down was to say, shut the fuck up. That's what he, that, that's what he said. Yeah, but, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know, man. But you're in New just, York. Like, this is what I don't understand. You're in New York. No, no, no. Yo, Robs, you say this is a thing. Like, we can't just move like men's aren't humans. Yeah, you're in New York. Yeah, you're supposed to expect it. But, like, yo, like, I can tell you I'm going to boo you right now. If I start booing you, you're still going to feel a way about it, whether or not you expect it or not. Like, men's are human, bro. I guess. I don't know. I, I just look at it and I'm like, yo, like, I don't know if I'm going to say that there's better ways to go about it because I don't know how to go about there's it. There's no better way to go about but it. But that's what I'm saying. There's I don't no know if there's a better way to go about it. But, like, I just feel like maybe this is me being naive. I just feel like going into a perf- being the guy in the state of New York or the the 
New York Knicks team organization, like like me going back and forth with the with the fans, like as Chris said, it's a losing battle. Like I don't I don't see how you come out on the on on the it's positive. Definitely side. a losing battle, but I'm just saying, as a human, like you just have emotions, especially like middle of the game and shit. Like now, if he continues to do it, then I'll be like, all right, like you done did it, you apologize. Like all right, just did it now. If you're gonna continue to do it, stop apologizing. But like him thumbs downing and saying what he meant and apologizing or whatever, like. As a human, bro. He's a like, human for sure. Still, still are the fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, ugly he, that's, ass that's what I'm saying. Every fucking night before. That's what I'm saying. Season. The fans. It's not like he's saying I don't know why the fans are booing me or I don't I care so much. Like, like as long as you understand why the fans are booing you, you're telling them I don't like it. There's nothing wrong with that. You can. There's nothing wrong with not liking them booing you. It's when you get in onto them for being passionate or whatever it is. Like that's when I say there's a problem. So like, yeah, mm. everyone's human. So like, we can't get mad at a man for responding. Like, yeah, it's New York. Yeah, you're a professional sports, but that's just like telling a man, oh, because you make all this money, you should just take whatever comes to you. Like, that's right. a human, bro. Well, I'll echo the words of my boy Shaq. Just do better. <laughs> Whenever know, it comes bro. to the big men on, on TNT, they get ripped apart, man. Just, Shaq just, just doesn't understand. And, <laughs> and I think it's also because, like, Julius saw what, I, I can't remember what his name is, but the Mets, the Met, not Javier Bias. Well, Javier Bias did it too, but. There was a fucking the shortstop, bro. Got paid all this money, and he was like batting fucking under the Mendoza line for the entire year. And then he and then he thumbs down the fans after he hits a home run. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? And then he Julius lives in New York, so he had to have seen uh, Lindor, uh, whatever Lindor. I, I can't remember his Francisco name. Francisco Lindor. Yeah, Francisco Lindor. Like he he lives in New York, so he had to have seen how people reacted to that. They didn't like it. They didn't like it at all. So then you do it four months later? That doesn't make no sense. That doesn't make no sense to me still. But yo, like, again, like, we're not talking about... It's the same thing where, like, the fans do something, he responds. Him responding, telling them to shut the fuck up or thumbs down it, it's not him saying they should like it or they should accept it. He's just doing what he's doing the same way fans are going to boo. When fans are booing, they're not telling you should like it or accept it. I'm just doing what I'm doing. Like, we can't expect fans to react one way and then humans the players are humans and they can't react or like when we when they react they're acting like they're saying that what the fans are doing is wrong somebody could do something and be justified and you still have a problem with it like you can boo me you can be right and boo me i could be shooting one for 20 doesn't mean i'm just gonna like it i'm gonna be okay with it i hear you still uh, yeah sorry. i hear you but she just has to do better you that's better, what i like, see it still that's what i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> playing like shit <laughs> Holy fuck, man! It's it's actually it's, it's so funny, man. But, anyways, I feel like I didn't I didn't think that Julius Randall would ever get that love, considering how bad he's playing. But you know, got to shout him out. Uh, I do want to pivot a little bit. Um, this is a little bit more of a exciting topic because some real controversy surrounding the NBA um, first returns of the voting. Um, granted, for those of you that don't know. I'm just going to give a bit of understanding or context. This is the fan vote. This is the ones that you're able to go on NBA.com, vote, Twitter, wherever. But in order to make it as a starter, I think it's 50% fans, 25% players, 25% coaches. So bear that in mind. Just because someone is high in the fan votes doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get in. Because usually the coaches are the, the voice of reason in this situation and avoid guys like Yao Ming getting in when he hasn't played games. 
Well, I, I'm pretty sure they implemented this rule because of what was going on in the in the mid 2000s in guys like him. Nah, it was just, it wasn't it wasn't that it was recently. I don't remember who it was. No, but I know they were talking about doing Zaza it. Pachulia, but David bro. Stern was against was it? it. I think it was Zaza Pachulia. Yeah, because Georgia, the country of Georgia, was oh, voting in. But I remember, I remember David Stern talked about it, right? But he didn't like. People in the in NBA circles were saying they wanted it to happen, but David Stern was against it. And then I think that was one of the points that Adam Silver wanted to make um, when he came into office. Um, but let's talk about the returns, man. So we got the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. I'll start in the West, and I'll, I'll just give the top three. Um, so I'll start with the front court. We have the leading – sorry, no. We have LeBron James, <laughs> um, leading front court player followed by Nikola Jokic and Paul George. Paul George. And then in the guard section, we have the leading vote-getter overall, Stephen Curry, uh, followed by Luka Doncic and John Morant. Klay Thompson comes in fourth. Um, Eastern Conference, we have Kevin Durant, uh, followed by Giannis and Joel Embiid. And the guards, we have DeMar DeRozan, one, and James Harden, two. Trey Young is a third. Now, I'll be a hundred percent honest with this. Like I didn't go all the way down the list, but you guys can probably take a look at the list as well. Like I, I never, ever, ever, ever liked the fan voting. Let me just start that off off rip. I never liked the fan voting because I know people like to move like they're idiots. They just love to move. Like they have no sense whatsoever. Like it doesn't make any sense. Usually the top two usually makes some sense. But when I look at some of the other rankings, like why is Andrew Wiggins fourth in the Western conference on front? Don't do that, fam. Why is he playing an absolute ball right this year? What do you mean? Why is he fourth? I have he's, him on my team, man. Fourth? Okay, and he's playing extremely well on the top team in the on. In, well, I don't know if they're top right now, but one or two. They, so they, let they me ask you this: Chris. Every year, like, is he well, playing at an all-star game. level? Yes, he is. You're a liar. Yes, he is. <laughs> You're a liar. Yes, he is. What are you talking you about? Are yes, a liar. he is. Yes, You're he a liar. is. You're All a liar. Man's, man's explained their point now, so just repeat themselves. Nineteen and five. Not even five. Nineteen and four point five is all star level in the West. So you're telling me that you're telling me that players have not been all stars who haven't. Who, so you basically what you're saying is you have to be near double double or in some capacity or at least like over eight rebounds or eight assists along with twenty plus points to make it. That's what you're saying. What I'm saying is is you have to be doing. You either have to be the best at what you're doing. Or put up some gaudy scout stout gaudy accounting stats because it doesn't make sense. Because you can look at other guys. Yeah, that's a lie. How? Because the only reason why we've seen play, for we've a guy seen, like Jaymon is because he's the guy, best. What he no, does. no, 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 no. We've seen a guy like even if you look at just history in terms of like plucking players that are off teams, specific teams because of best record in the whatever the case is. Yeah, but give me some so examples. We've seen where a guy like we've seen a guy like Ray Allen make it off sixteen points a game. And you can't tell me that he's he's getting assists and rebounds. You can't Wait, even tell me that he's getting. I don't no, think the East is a. I don't think the East the is the West. West. <laughs> the West, fam. fam. The West isn't as strong as the East this year. What are you talking about? In terms of teams, but players. The West. The West is not as strong as the East this year. In terms period. of teams, period. but players. Period. Period. Nah. Period. Period. Nah. Period. You're wilding on that one, still. Period. You're wilding on that one. No, I'm not. Yo. The way I see it, like, Mask can argue whatever they want. There's no way you're going to justify that he should be the fourth. Whether or not you, t- you think he's an all-star, there's no way you're telling me you think you believe he's a starter or even close to a starter. But so he, won't, like, he won't. He won't. Even if he stays at fourth, no, that's why I'm saying this, this conversation. That's what I'm saying. The conversation about, oh, he's fourth, that doesn't get you a starting position anyways. But to say that he is – Rob Zimmer said that, oh, he's on a starter. He said he's not, he's on a, he's on an all-star. That's false. I, 
I don't he's think he's That's false, bro. Right. Yo, he he has first of all, he's like right behind Steph Curry. Let me get his actual numbers because you guys are actually tripping. Melo's eight, Rob by the tripping. way. I'm not gonna say things tripping, but Rob's definitely tripping. <laughs> the man's shooting 42. percent If you want to round up, you can round up to 43 percent from deep this year on six attempts a game. So it's not even like he's not shooting the ball and he's maintaining a high percentage. He's shooting the ball. He has his high percentage. The guy's 19, 19 well. points a game. He's that's playing, all it is, Kev. <laughs> bro. He's playing. He's guarding the best. The, the the best wing defender. It's not Draymond guarding the best wing defender. It's Andrew Wiggins, every single night, he has the best wing defender on his team. He's guarding that that player on the best defense in the entire league. So he's he's literally, if by the numbers, he's the best three and D player in the league. He's a net neutral in the defensive you, box plus minus. If Just you look at there. if you look at if you look at all his his defensive metrics, he's absolutely spectacular. Like the man is no, out not. there guarding the best player every single night. Chris, that's a lie. On the, best, a, on the best defensive team in the league. Fam, he's a net neutral on defensive box, box, box plus minus. Z- Bro, like, literally me. zero. And his defensive win shares are worse than last year. But fam, no, that's, a, that's a cumulative number, Rob. But I'm saying, so what else are we going to go off then? Because it's not like no, he's no, putting up two steals a no, game. No, you can't do that. So you can't do that. That's foolishness, fam. That's a cumulative number, bro. But I'm saying, what other what other number would you use to justify his good I'm, defense? Then? Well, all I'm saying to you is you cannot use I'm going that. To so what can we use then? I'm, I'm justifying it by the Golden State Warriors are the best defensive team no. in the league. And who's who's guarding the best perimeter player? Who is it? But fam, who is that it? would reflect in the who, number. Even if it's who, a cumulative number, it would who, reflect. Who is it? Robs, if he multiplies winters by two, it's higher than masters. Who is it? I guess. Who is it? You could say he's gardening, but all right, by all the right. numbers, he's, not, he's not necessarily locking him down. Don't he's just question. standing. He's in front don't of them. Don't answer my question. Don't answer he's my in front question. of them. Don't That's answer what I'm giving you. He's in front of them. Don't answer my question. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, whatever. Man. Go no, ahead. For me, like, if he's an all-star, I don't, like, I'm not going to be mad about it, but do I think he's an all-star, like, would I put him on my list? No, he's playing very well. Like, he's having what I call a career year, like, just in terms of his production. But, like, it's not that serious. Yo, me looking at the list, man, like, that's just a joke to me. Why is Melo eighth? Why is that? <laughs> Anthony Davis sixth, like, that one, obviously he shouldn't be there whatsoever. But, like, I understand that Carmelo Anthony in eighth place, man, it's just, like, it's just nuts, man. It's just nuts. I just look at it. It's just simply nuts to me. Well, no I don't know reason. why I'm surprised. It's a popularity. No, no, I'm not. At the end of the what, day. What so am, what like, what, well, nothing in what I'm saying is about surprise. I said I know it's an idiot thing, but I still need to call it out every single time. Same way when they list DeMar DeRozan as a guard, I'm going to call it an idiot thing for all of you. I'm not surprised, but I have to make it clear it's stupid. Because if I don't, then it starts to sound like there's no issue whatsoever. I agree. I don't see the issue in it because I I, it, it happens literally from the beginning of time. So it's like, bro, a lot of things have been happening from the beginning of time. You're gonna tell me there's no issue because it's been happening from from the beginning of it's time. Just, it's just a it's a, like it's one of those situations where you just say save your breath. Like <laughs> to me, at least, like save your breath. Like it's you see. Here's my thing with All Star Game, and I, I like this. It it it's two parted, right? Because I firmly believe that. Everybody trivializes the All-Star game to begin with. They're like, yeah, it's just an exhibition, rah, rah, rah. But anytime we talk about these players, for the most part, the number one accolade we bring up outside of like MVP or like one of those six awards is All-Star. He's a seven-time All-Star. He's a six-time. So it means something. It is. It has significance, right? So I don't just like how, and again, thankfully, Adam Silver has kind of implemented the 
you know, the adjustment to say, okay, now it's a portion of the fan vote versus player and coaching. Cool. Because you can't just be handing out these, 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 um, these accolades to any and anybody. Right. And over the past couple of years, they've kept it pretty honest, but they need to implement some type of, you know, minimum threshold for games or something like that. Like a certain percentage of the game yeah. or something like that. Cause like, come on, man. Kyrie played one game and he's on the list. Like he no, shouldn't no, no. be on the ballot. No, no. This, this is the thing, right? He was on the list before he even played the game. That's ridiculous. So at this point, I'm looking at the NBA saying, like, you're on an idiot. Why is Ben Simmons on this list? Right. Like, why, why are those guys who have not played a single game even on the list? It's not about the fans. Take them off. Right? There has to be some... Because at that point, you can tell me you can tell me I can vote Ray Allen right now. <laughs> well, no. He has to be in the league. He's an active player, bro. Like, they're yeah. active players. Like, they're yeah, fucking great, bro. They're actually... Is he active, though? Is Ben yes, Simmons I can vote Jamal, I can, vote, can, I, can I vote Jamal Murray, too, then? Yes, yes, you can. It's a fucking idiot thing, bro. Like, stupid, man. That's, that's, where, that's where you're not, you're not going to tell me, like, oh, it's the fans, it is what it is, because then you're just stupid still. Because if you're telling me that as a, as a league, you're going to let someone who did not play a single minute of basketball get votes, that's an idiot thing. Because at that point, I'm convinced you're doing it just for conversation, just to give people, to something, give people something to talk about. Because you're not going to put them on the team. Is Kyrie making the team? No. What are you doing here? He's not going to make the team. So, so what are we doing then? Fam, he's not going to make the team, but like... Exactly. So why, the, why is the he reason, But But seeing that he seeing that we know he's not going to make the team, all right, what's the problem? Like, nah, it's not nah. like you can say, oh, he's stealing votes from another player. If man's want to vote he for is. the player, they're going... No, no they're not. If man's want to vote... Fam, it's not like you get one vote. But what I'm saying you is, don't get, mathematically you, you do speaking, not if you can only know, vote two guards family, and he's soaking up family, X amount of family, votes, that's family, votes that would have gone to another player. You do player. not get two votes. You do not get one vote. Rob's is right in a sense, though. But family, you don't get one vote. Every time you get Kyrie Irving, that's a vote that could have went to family, another guard. Take it in, right? If I if I want to vote, right? If I'm going to... if I First of all, everybody doesn't vote. Put it like that. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you are... Whatever the case is, like if all people that love the game of basketball, the voting numbers will be way higher than they were. Might as well have time to actually go out there and, and, and vote for a man. That's number one. So if I'm taking my time and going to go and vote for a man, it's because I want that man specifically. It's not like I'm pulling up to the ballot and I'm scouring, oh, okay, who should I pick? Nah, that's not what's happening. That's no, what the, no, that's what I did. That's, that's, what <laughs> that's what exactly I did. what I did. <laughs> I, lie to you, bro. I got the update on my phone. And went Yo, to Chris, app and I went to NBA app. I get what you're saying. You can vote a million times, so that way it's not. But, re- but realistically, like if you're looking at it from like a, um, I don't know what type of standpoint to call it, but like just logically, every single time Kyrie's on that, he's taking vote. Because yo, I may go in and say I'm only gonna vote once, but Kyrie's my favorite player. I'm going to put him on there, even if he hasn't played a game. I may not vote again for a guy who's deserving like the Rose. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying, Kev. If I'm going in and Kyrie's my favorite player, then he's my favorite player, period. No, but I didn't. I didn't. But this is what I'm saying to you. That doesn't mean if Kyrie's not there, I'm not going in. Kyrie can, could still be off, and I'm still going to go in and vote, and I wouldn't vote for Kyrie. I'd vote for other people. But, yeah, I could vote again and vote for the other people that are deserving, but I might not do that. There's only a certain amount of times people are going to vote. So, in a sense, Rob is right still. Like, I... I but regardless to me, it's just stupid, man. Like I get it, he's not gonna make it anyways, but we don't just we don't just do things in life that don't make any sense because the outcome's gonna be the same. Process matters. Facts. I hear that. Process does matter, but 
I voted for Kyrie still. <laughs> and, I voted for, and I voted for Ben. You guys are sickles, man. <laughs> Run it out. You guys are sickles, man. Come on. Where's, Where's integrity, man? Where's integrity? the dogs, bro. I voted for Kai still. It's, it's an admirable. And I, and I, I voted for it's Benjamin ad, Simmons. It's an admirable, <laughs> it's an admirable stance that I can, Maya Jamos, man. That I can, <laughs> I can stand up tall. Yo! Yo, you guys are sick, man. We managed to go on a whole five, six minute rant and then talk about your story. Come on, man. Kev. Like ben Simmons? <laughs> Come That's on, man. Only Come nasty on. niggas do, do stuff like that, Stone. Because you're just being, you're just doing it for, for, for nasty sake. You know what I'm saying? Like, so why are you voting for Kyrie then? Because I stood tall with my brother, fam. I want to make sure that I support him on the front lines. They, they, and I they, support Ben Simmons. Yeah, it's like, why do you support a, a nigga like that? I don't know. Am I not? Chris, that's dangerous waters. Hey, you might have set right. yourself up right now. Right? Like, yo, no I safe. can't support mental health? Uh, oh, Chris, by go. supporting Kyrie, you know what you're supporting. <laughs> here, here. I know what I'm supporting. Fam, no, 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 I'm please, supporting please, please, please. I'm supporting no, it. Hey, what's, what's hey, the hey, no, please, don't flag <laughs> it. Please, please. I'm please. standing tall with my nigga. Kyrie. Please, please, please. <laughs> All right, yo. Let's get into the player of the week, man. Um, Anybody want to start? If not, I'll start. Fam, you always want to start first, but... Continue, fam. I started first last week. Game man's an opportunity. Sharing is caring. Go on, go on, fam. All right. <laughs> uh, I got Cam Johnson. Um, that's a good pick, still. Last week, sixty-one percent from the field. Jesus. Four trades a game, eighteen and a half points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal, almost a block. Uh, I watched a lot of Phoenix basketball last week, and Cam Johnson is a certified hitter. He's almost. I, I don't want to say he's mimicking his game after a guy like Mikhail because he doesn't have the same um, level of defense, but just in terms of being able to plug and play, he is probably one of the better rotation players, uh, not rotation players, I guess role players in the NBA right now. Literally, he goes out there, he runs the floor, can't, can't leave him open because he's going to hit down the tray, but then again, he adds that level of spacing that a lot of teams could use. And for Phoenix Sun right now, they're looking like a well-oiled offense. Like the offense is crazy. They... Have no 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 hesitation, no 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 stops in their game. So I f- want to believe that Cam Johnson is a big or integral part of that offense, just because again, him just he, he, I'm not gonna say he has like the Steph Curry effect, obviously not, but him just being out there and having to be you know watched at all times because he's hitting four trades a game and he's hitting it at a clip that's stupid um, makes me really proud of him because I remember when he got drafted, he shot forty percent in college. Um, and then came out as a senior. People were laughing at <clears throat> at Phoenix for drafting, saying, his "Oh, this guy's teammate, old." And his blah, own blah, teammate blah. was saying, "Yeah." And he had a bad knee the year he came out. So I'm glad that he finally turned out into into the player that a lot of people didn't think he would be. Because um, myself included, I didn't think he would be anything. Because college shooting is not does not always translate. But glad for Cam Johnson, and I firmly believe that he's going to be a big part of the Phoenix Suns as they move into their championship endeavor this year. Go ahead. No, nah, Cam John. Just quickly, like, man's already know, bro. Cam Johnson is one of the mans. I, I, he'll get a ridiculous bag out of me. Still, like, I think his his he's eligible for an extension after this year. He'd get a ruthless bag from me. Still, like, I love his game, bro. Like, he he doesn't hurt you in any in any way. The man is a f- absolute sniper. Like, we give that title to mans that don't really deserve it, but like a man I like Cam. I feel like we give that title to mans if they can get to like like 41% or like hovering around 40% will be like, oh, he's a sniper. Yeah, that's a sniper. Still. Nah, oh, but like that's 10 what, mans at that right now. 
but th- th- he's a different. So I, I don't know what you have to call a guy like Cam. Cam is what I'm saying. And like, I understood. He's he's different. He's not like that. Like he's he's the American sniper. I don't know what title you have to give him, but that nigga, what? he's I don't know, fam. He's Isn't top. that a movie? I'm fam, sure that's a movie. He's, no, he's top, fam. He's top. He's top. That's like, illegal. <laughs> yeah, fam. That's I don't know what title you're giving the man, but he's straight head beams. Like, oh my gosh, serious man. head beams. But my my guy is Jokic, bro. And I don't think any man has just spoken about Jokic yet this year. But what Jokic is doing, it honestly is just one of those things where, like, because Denver doesn't necessarily have, like, anybody besides him. Like, yeah, they have Will Barton, but he's Will Barton. And they have Gordon, but he's Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's literally just, like, free reign for a guy like Jokic where he doesn't have anybody contesting him for shots because he can take all the shots that he wants. He doesn't have anybody contesting him for ball handling duties, so he handles the ball the entire game. He can get as many assists as he he hypothetically wants. And he doesn't have anybody contesting him for rebounds, so he can get any as much rebounds as possible as he wants. His He's slimmed down so he can move vertically and move laterally better, so he's getting more steals. He's a positional defender now where he's getting smarter. So he's not gambling in the same way he was. So yeah, he's not blocking shots like that, but he can fuck around in a game and get a two, three blocks in the game, you know, just off of being in the right position on that night. Like, it's a shame because Denver, does they don't have the, the, the record to say that he can go back-to-back when it comes to MVP. But every metric you can think of, Jokic is smashing like smashing it so yeah i'm gonna highlight him still and i even get to the numbers like last you can even go like honestly he's just been like steady all year like the numbers haven't necessarily changed um all all year he's at 26 14 7 1.4 steals last week he's at 27 or 28 14 6 like he's just the, the guy like you just got to go out and get you between 25 and 30 points every night get you between 12 and and 15 these days 20 rebounds every night you know what i'm saying 6 to 6 to 8 6 to 10 assists like the guys insane still i think he's the best back to back like back to the basket player in the league still which he probably doesn't get enough credit for like he plays more physical than any big I've seen in the NBA. And I don't know if it's because he's European or white, why people don't talk about it, but, like, he actually abuses men out there. He just throws his weight around, pause. Um, but I have Malik Monk still. Ron dusted that man off the, the scrap heap. Simple as that. <laughs> Took him out like some Last three games, <laughs> 25 points, six trays a game. He's not giving you anything anywhere else, but you can't ask for more than that still. <laughs> He's, yo, like, sometimes you got to just get a guy with a with a veteran who can get him the ball and, you know, tell him to go. be in his head a bit. And, yeah, just tell him to go. So, like, I'm happy for him, I hope. Because we all knew what he was in college. Like, he was a bucket. And if he can carve out an actual role in the league where he's, like, a six-man type of spark plug type of guy where he can give you 16 points off the game, off the bench, like a Jordan Clarkson, he's I think that would be a good. Uh, I don't know, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's like for his his NBA career. He's a starter, is what I'm saying. Like I feel like because I'm not just gonna act like Malik Monk with LeBron James is just what he's gonna be for the rest of his life. Still, there's gonna right, be a right, life right, after right. LeBron. So I think like if he settles into a Jordan Clarkson role, like he'll be nice, especially considering where like it was headed. 
the triple one last week average a triple one that's insane but yo Maz are disrespectful not talking about Fred Van Vliet bro like it's not that disrespectful honestly he no, no, just, you I, are disrespectful. Bro, I just have what? a bad taste man like I just don't okay, like that guy man, starting point guard. he's good all right, bro. But I just don't no I don't no no no, no man nope nope you're disrespectful <laughs> last week 31 points six trades five assists seven seven sorry five rebounds seven assists come on man Imagine me sucking dick if an ex dude was doing that. What? So Pause that weird. Just make a mention. That's all I'm saying. What? I don't know what's going on in <laughs> All I'm saying is, yo, honestly, like Fred Van Vliet, I understand he's a good player. Bro, I, picked, I just don't I like picked, him as my starting point guard. I picked another guy off this man's roster too, you know. Yo, I don't care, man. I don't care about that. I don't. Like, this guy's one peddling. If, yo, if he's talking mention- about all the mans with the agendas, nah, nigga. You're the one. If you don't mention Fred Van... I woke up this morning with one thing on my mind, eh? If mans don't mention Fred Van Lee in this conversation and this conversation only, you don't have any respect. <laughs> that means you can average 40 and mans are going to come here. You left a bad taste in my mouth. Nah, How's nah, that shit, bro? I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yo, he's, he's hooping. I, I've been saying the man That's is all I'm saying. He's hooping. He man. should just be doing it in MSG. That's uh, all I've been saying. I just don't want him as my starting point guard. That's all it is, Chris. I've been so consistent with this. Like, he has, he is hooping. But my issue is, he should be doing it in another locale. That's all right, it. So, if he slows down or if he starts playing bad, I don't want to hear him as coming here talk about a word still. Because when he's playing good, we're not talking about it. So, when he plays bad, I don't want to hear it. I'm not I'm talking about him because I don't want him he's, starting on my team. He's still, no, the, so, okay. he's still so, the same he, guy, though, to me. Like, as okay, I, no, I asked the question, well, all like, I'm, fine. All when I'm it comes down to it, I'm down one. Am I going to see an airball three point shot? <laughs> okay. Like, all I'm saying is, we're not going to talk about the man when he's playing well. If he starts struggling, if he cools down, I don't want to hear it. Simple. But were, were we talking about him when you were well, I mean, he, he I, 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 I'm not saying we were or we weren't. I am just making that clear. Cool I'm just down. making clear. So that's, like, that's, that's obvious. Like He has to cool down. Like No, I'm because I'm saying he's, at some point he's going to have a search where he's shooting bad. He's going to be shooting 30% for a couple, uh, a couple of games or maybe a week or two. And I'm just saying don't talk about it. That's it. Fair. Well, things after normal. So it's like, yeah. I'm not talking about normalization. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a bad stretch. Well, don't a bad stretch it. has to happen so he can normalize. He's not right. arguing so that, Chris. That <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, what? do not talk You're about just it. saying wipe him off the whiteboard, fam. Delete him That's from it. his memory, fam. But he Good was never on my list to begin with. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I, he was, right? Was I'm just saying, I just need to make that clear. That's it. I was never talking about Freddie V. Because I see that the chatter in the chat when he's playing bad. But I never see the chatter in the chat we're talking about. So I just need to make sure that stays in the chat and does not come onto this podcast. That's it. Fair. All right. Fair. Draw your line in the sand, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> the Fred Van Vliet train stuff. I'm off right. it, though. Um, down, down one, here, ball three. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, fam. Shout out Freddy. I just don't want to use my starting point guard. But um, let's talk about all hustle, no luck. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe on any streaming platform. Um, it really does help out the content. We have some great things in the works, so make sure you guys keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, should be coming back with weekly IG lives, um, some good content. Follow us on TikTok, whatever it is. Um, never heard a good thing because we are trying to spread the content as much as possible. But until then, if that's all, take care, and we'll talk to you guys next time.